Today on Happy Second Fuse, the end of days has come as Ragnarok is here. Taika Waititi on Happy Second Fuse this week. Hey guys, I'm Josh Horowitz. Welcome to the show, Sammy. Hi! She's back, everybody. Guys. We tried to get rid of her. I'm so happy. You can't get rid of me. I can't. Sammy's back only because um, RWK star on the uh, iTunes page said uh, the following. Let's hear it. Um, oh, they complained about the miking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm working on the audio. This is a constant. This is a this is a constant thing. Yeah. Um, but oh. So they are prompted to leave this review because I love, all caps, love Sammy and, oh. and her hardly restrained glee about things makes me crack up. Plus, Sammy does the best looking out of any psychic I've seen. It's important to know what Taylor Kitsch's hair looks like. You've got a fan. Guys, Five stars. Oh, we did it. Thank you so much. It's uh, another person who likes the stupid things <laughs> that you prefer, that you refuse to mention. I'm so happy to be back. It was. It was. It, just, it, was, it, just didn't it feel wasn't right. the same. It wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair, you're a busy lady. Yeah, we were traveling the world. We were traveling the world. Uh, but we're back in business, guys. There, I was just telling Sammy, we were going over the, the upcoming schedule. It is it's stacked. stacked. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so um, there's a lot, lot, lot coming up. Some of my favorite directors, some cool actors. Um, you know, there are a lot of, like, uh, award season-y things coming up. So a lot of people. A lot are, of hotties coming. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. That's what Sammy delivers yeah, yeah. is hottie talk. Yeah. Um, Taika Waititi could be considered a hottie. Oh, I am all here for him. <laughs> After we saw him at Comic-Con, he made my heart leap. He, he was... Yeah, he had those those adorable shorts on. Oh, Josh, you sound so stupid. He was wearing a male romper. What does that even mean? It's a sh- it's shorts and a shirt that are connected. <laughs> he was not just wearing shorts. He was wearing a romp him, and it was everything. He's the tallest person ever in this like little printed romper. It was... I loved him. So you're going to love this uh, extended conversation with Taika, who has, of course, um, uh, gone big time directing the latest Marvel film, Thor Ragnarok, opening up this week, as if you didn't know it. Um, I've seen it. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it is a Thor movie, unlike any Thor movie you've seen. They really have like changed it up on this one and gone full comedy. Uh, probably as funny, if not funnier, than the Guardians films. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they really make great use. I mean, the trailers are so good. They're really good. It's it's going to do really well. It's already done really well with the critics. And um, yeah, check it out. Even if you're kind of just like a, like a peripheral kind of Marvel fan, I think this one's going to bring in kind of like a different kind of audience because... We it, needed it. Yeah, it's, it's, it, and it makes such good use of Hemsworth's comedic abilities. As we saw, you know, he's done little things here and there. Like Ghostbusters, he was great. But um, Vacation. <laughs> yeah, 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 he was good that. in it, yeah. Um, this, uh, and, and like... Everyone's so good in it. Goldblum, of course, is uh-huh. amazing. Uh, Hiddleston, of course. Uh, Ruffalo. Uh, Tessa Thompson um, is really great. Uh, it's, it's what a, about it, Kate Blanchett? Yes. Jesus. Yeah, yes. It's a stacked uh, cast. So you don't need... Idris? Idris. And he has more to do than the other two Thor films. Oh, God. I'm so excited. So, yeah. You, you put this high on your list as if it's not already. Go check out Thor Ragnarok. Um, 
uh, yeah, it's it's great, and so thrilled to have uh, Taika Waititi on this uh, show. I mean, I was a huge fan even before Thor. I've probably gushed about what we do in the shadows and Hunt for the Wilder People um, on this podcast before. If you haven't seen those films, go back and check them out. They are so fun. He's got just a, a really nice touch as as a filmmaker and um, cool too. And th- this this Marvel film feels like a, as much a, a Taika Waititi film as it does. Um, uh, a Marvel film, so that's a testament to uh, his ability and Marvel's ability to or willingness to like play with cool directors. I feel so, like he's someone who you have to say his whole name. Waititi. Like, hello, Taika Waititi. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, what else should we talk? Is there anything else to catch up on, Sammy? What are headlines in, in your universe? Though, anything pop culture? As we tape uh, this, uh, Stranger Things has just debuted. Yeah. Are, are you going to watch that this weekend? That's the big plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I still have to watch. I have a lot on my list. I haven't seen the new, the David Fincher show, Mindhunter. Is, oh, I haven't is, seen that is yet up either. my alley. I need to see that. Um, oh, I still need to see American Vandal. Have you it's seen it yet? It's so good. You're going to love it. That's up my Because you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. There's too much good stuff out there, guys. It's, you love a good penis joke. I do. So you're going to be all in on American Vandal. <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, I love true crime and penis jokes, so this is right up my alley. Truly. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, and there's a lot of good stuff out there movie-wise. So, like, I don't know where... I, I don't have the time. No one has the time, but... Uh, it's, it's you got to make the time it's good problems somehow. to have, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Forget your family and friends this holiday Forget season. Meals. And watch American Vandal. <laughs> watch a penis show watch. on Netflix. And then Stranger Things. Oh, oh, you know what's really... Here's my recommendation of the week. This is a random one. It's a weird kind of uh, little thing. Oh, boy. Uh, no, it's a documentary that's on Hulu. It's called Too Funny to Fail. And it's about the Dana Carvey show, which was a show that had only eight episodes uh, about, tw- I don't even know, 20 years ago, something like that. And it, um, it was like a sketch comedy show. Dana, Car- Dana Carvey, of course, was the main guy, but it also had this amazing staff, Louis C.K., Stephen Colbert, Steve Carell, um, and uh, Robert Smigel, who's a brilliant writer. Yeah. And it's, it's a really, um, it's a funny documentary just to see, like, how this this show went wrong and how it was the wrong fit for ABC. Uh, if you love cool, weird comedy, um, check it out on, on Hulu. Was it as funny as like the keepers? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The keepers. Yeah. I love those kind of documentaries. Okay. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's why we keep Sammy around. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. The keepers isn't funny. Is that your recommendation of the week? The keepers? No, that was my recommendation of like a couple uh, months, months ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my recommendation of the week is, Probably, probably, probably American Vandal because okay. I just did that. So really? you took that from me. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, it. and the new season of Below Deck on Bravo. Okay. Okay. We should probably wrap it up. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Taika Waititi. <laughs> um, welcome back, Sammy. Thank you so much. Um, now to the main event. Um, the wonderfully charming. What was it? What was he wearing again? A romp him. Okay. A male romper. Okay, I'm gonna wear that to the next taping of the intro. You're an idiot. Prepare if yourself. You don't. <laughs> uh, Take a picture. Let's say his whole name. Here he is. Taika Waititi. Sounded weird coming it's out of your so mouth. It's so good. Okay, she really enjoyed herself. <laughs> the sound you hear is Taika Waititi <laughs> rummaging through my Halloween candy. Ugh. <laughs> I'm not be eating any sugar. No sugar. You don't need sugar. You've got um, the sugary goodness of a, a blockbuster movie to keep you going. What a success. <laughs> you did it. You did it. You've done it internationally. Now the U.S. just needs to follow suit. We need to, we need to figure it out. Fuck the U.S. I don't give a shit. 
what the US fucking think. Hey, you know what's weird? And my friend, I was just like, my friend sent me this fake news, um, fake news, Back to the Future remake, starring Tom Holland, directed by Taika Waititi. Oh, that's, I would watch that. From Entertain Weekly. Wait, was this like a supposed news story someone was trying to pass off as real, or just a joke? Thing? It was um, one of those, um, those sites. Those sites, those right. um, Twitter accounts, it's like, it says Entertainment Weekly, but the actual account's like... Gotcha. W-E-A-K-L-Y. <laughs> this could be something that is secreted into the universe, though. Five years later, we're going to be laughing at this. This is how the project began. You've got, you've got zombie stance. What are you pointing at? Oh, you're pointing at my Big Trouble in Little China poster. My man. I mean... I know. When, when I heard uh, you were coming in and I looked around my office, I'm like, I have all the components of Taika Waititi's new film here. What do you do? I've got Big Trouble in Little China. E.T. I've got E.T. I've got Mr. Hiddleston over here. I've got a Jeff Goldblum bit over here. This is your wife, Taika Waititi. This is my life and this is my wife. That <laughs> is my wife. Jeff Goldblum is my wife. He's the best. He's at, I did a sketch with Jeff um, where he played every role running a uh, restaurant called Goldblum's. Mm. Um, and he was, as you know by now, the most delightful, charming man on the planet. Uh, he is the most charming man on the planet. You've got a Willow comic. I do. Did, does Willow have a special place in your heart? Not a special place. <laughs> Just but, but a place. Just a place. It occupies, <laughs> it occupies my memory. A little, a small, a couple of uh, kilobytes in my memory. You you grew up in the eighties. You're a uh, you're you're a child of the eighties like myself. Yeah. You're a willow hater, aren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> willow was fucking horrible. No, that's not true. Do you mean that? We were friends for the first two minutes of this, and now we're enemies. Hey, I've got one of these. Yeah. You're pointing at my little my little uh, apparatus that's recording no, your yeah, voice for posterity. Because you got a Zoom box, but uh, you know, <laughs> turns out all you have to do is drop two hundred bucks on a Zoom box, and I'm suddenly you 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 you're qualified to have a podcast. I never said that it was I was any better than anybody else. Never said it, but it was implied. The, my manner. Oh yeah, Everything. look at me. <laughs> I project pink, pink superiority. Shirt, blue and white stripes. <laughs> and not many people can pull that off. Did I, am I pulling it off? confident and arrogant people <laughs> pulling it off. <laughs> um, how are you doing? This is the end of the... You're good. near the end is of this the press the start? Story. Have we started? Oh, we, we're well into it. Oh, far out. Cool. <laughs> I'm just looking at your Jackie poster. Oh, yeah, there's a Jackie poster. That's a depressing film, isn't it? That was a little depressing. But she's great. She is. She is. Um, she didn't make the cut, cut of your film. Well. <laughs> yeah. Nah, she didn't. What about this one? Ghostbusters 2? Any... Oh, I'm a big fan of that painting from Ghostbusters 2. Big of the Carpathian. Especially with the... <laughs> when the eyes, the eyes move. Are you... I'm just now looking at your list of people. What do you think that denotes? I'm uh, not on there. You're not. I'll tell you why. Can I tell you why? Because I'm not famous. No, you are super famous. Uh, these are New Yorkers. I'm too famous. These are, uh, do you have a place in New York, Taika? Uh, Where you rest your head? Yeah. Nate, Nate. I've got a couple of couches, a couple of sofas that I come <laughs> and sit down in. I need proof of Who's residency. That? Kevin Clark, why has it suddenly gone green? That, that means nothing. That just means I had a marker that was green. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't overthink my process. <laughs> I'm you just trying care. to think of people I've met. None of them. <laughs> None of these? Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, I, you probably would. Jessica Chastain, met her. She's pretty awesome. Ginger. Um... Yeah, these are identifying characteristics. That is it. No one else. What about, wait, no, no. Radcliffe? Who's that? Dan Radcliffe? Emma Stone? 
You rub, you rub shoulders with the Hollywood elite. No, nah, no. Nah, I've never met any of these people. Rose. I know Rose. Rose Byrne. Um, it does occur to me that Thor Ragnarok, this is like the, the first time you've directed big time, big, big, big time movie stars. I mean, Sam Neill's a big time star. but like, Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Josh, yeah. fucking, these big timers, they're, not big, they're nothing. They they're, think they're something. They think they're something. They're nothing. They're just a name. They're just... You know, good-looking faces who happen to be, you know, who happen to have have the skills to have words come out of their mouths um, in a convincing way. How do you cut down someone like Kate Blanchett or Anthony Hopkins down to size so that they don't... I said to Anthony Hopkins, uh, I said, cut. I came up and he said, was it too much? I said, yeah, it's a bit over the top, mate. I knew it was, was. I knew it was a bit. It was a bit. It was a bit too much. I'll, I'll bring it down next time. Sorry. <laughs> then Chris put me thinking. So remember that time you told Anthony Hopkins uh, he was over the top. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, bring it down a notch. I was like realizing. I was, I was like, oh shit. Then, uh, <laughs> but that's what I realized. Like with the, with, I'm used to working with my friends. You know, people who are just like my mates, and I can tell them anything. We can you know, give each other shit. You know, they will. So I'll say that was shit acting. They'll say, "Well, that was shit directing." Right. And, you right. Know, and, and, and that's this is the nature the of collaboration. Exactly. This is how it happens. Yeah, you're all like seeking out the best work possible. <laughs> and then I realised, oh no, everyone else is exactly the same. You know, right? And, and Tony is the same, and um, and Kate is most definitely the same. She, you know, she, she, I, she, I say, oh, um, and she goes, like, oh, how, "How do I say this line? I don't know how to say this line." I said, oh, I'm not going to give you a line reading. You know, you, you're Kate. Like, no, I literally don't know how to say it. Like, <laughs> no, tell me how to say it. Like, just tell me how to say it. Like, because I would appreciate if you did. I find that the same kind of lesson applies to my side of the business over the years and talking to people is like the greatest success I've had and I think the greatest failure for other people to interview people is not talking to people like they're human beings that like you're, as you say, your mates like that you grew up with. Yeah. Just yeah. talk to people like they're like fucking normal people. Fucking people. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> And then they respect that. And even on like these press tours, like you, you see people, and you can see it in interviews on films. I have nothing to do with, and I've seen these these like interviews with um, these celebrities, um, and you see that like they're being asked the same question again and again, and they have zero. And that, so their answers um, don't have any life in them. There's nothing interesting in what they're saying. Right. But the interesting um, interviews are the ones. With two mates and getting together, high fiving and just <laughs> shooting the shit, uh, just shitting on Willow left and right. Oh hey, I didn't realize that we were recording when I said that. No. Oh look. Yeah. Oh look at Michael. There's a Michael lot of Michael Shannon, Shannon in this Michael, office. There's a lot. You love Michael Shannon. Have you met Michael? No, I, I, but I already love him because he called you a honky. <laughs> it's accurate. I mean, and you are a honky. Yeah. No, it's true. Um, yeah, that's my general Zod action figure. Clearly his finest role. There also, there's, I got uh, today um, a box of Stranger Things uh, outfits. If you want to dress up as your favorite Stranger Things uh, character, uh, feel free. Oh, you mean a... you got a box of um, props from the 80s movies? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Have you had time don't to... ask me to dress up as something from Stranger Things. Say, if you want to dress up as someone from any TV show or movie prior to 1992... Uh, there's a box There are props and costumes <laughs> is, is Halloween a big holiday back home? It used to be when I was a kid But um, do you know what Guy Fawkes is? Yes So Guy, Guy Fawkes Fawkes mask and everything Yeah Yeah. 
Well, is it, don't, isn't isn't that the the V for Vendetta um, mask? The guy oh, it is, yeah. it is, it is. Um, but more than that, it's a uh, fireworks festival mm. in. Uh, well, I know in New Zealand we do it, and I think in Australia they probably do it. Anyway, we you know, I don't know why we celebrate it, but it's um, for some reason we um, hate the crown and um, <laughs> and the government, and we celebrate this guy who um, who tried to um, blow it all up. Seems, anyway. seems natural. Almost like putting up Confederate statues in the United States. Hey, just almost. <laughs> Nearly. Um, so, Guy Fawkes happens a week after Halloween. So, as a kid in the 80s, we would go trick-or-treating. And for, just for a couple of years, I don't know why it became popular. In, in, uh, suddenly in the 80s, it was, it was the thing to do. We'd dress up and you know, mummies and zombies and, and, and vampires. Our thing was... We'd go to people's houses and then open the door and uh, we'd say trick or treat and they go oh a trick please and then we'd throw fireworks into their uh, into their front door and like throw like fireworks at them oh that's uh, adorable and then um, run away didn't get many um, treats in return no, no, no I would trick. imagine when you light a, a house a stranger's house just, on fire just tricks they don't respond to that so trick or not <laughs> trick or felony trick or nothing <laughs> um. You mentioned vampires. I, I, I know we're going to talk a lot about Thor. I, I'm sure you hear this a lot. I feel like what we do in the shadows is, is kind of become an instant classic in recent years. I lo- it's one of my favorite comedies it, of the last. Instantaneous classic, and it only took five years <laughs> from its release to become an instant hit. I don't know if it, was, uh, it took five years. I think it was a year or two as people started to... I mean, probably box office did fine. Yeah, but no, like, I understand that. It's not instant, though, is it? But... but Dramatic pause. <laughs> I'm not cutting that down in the end. <laughs> but I was like, hey, this, I've never actually heard a podcast with like a big giant pause in it. Uh, no, I feel like it's um, it's it's getting more life. It's like gaining more of a kind of uh, a life now. I think so. Even later on, like, you know, five years ago we made that. Did that come out of a, a great? Five years ago we made that. Ten years ago we wrote it. You did. Didn't you do like a? Did you do a short or something before, prior to that? that yes. In two thousand and four, we uh, we made a little short, a little twenty minute short. And um, Stu, we all know Stu. He. Um, oh man, I've got some stories about Stu. We, uh, we. He. He was just helping out. He was just like a kind of a runner on our little short. And, Amazing. Uh, we somehow like, saw him standing, like, sitting on some steps, texting. We pointed the camera at him, and man, that was all she wrote. Man, it was, he was suddenly a, a movie star. And he, uh, in Thor Ragnarok, sorry to bring it around to this movie that <sighs> I'm just promoting. Just shameless, disgusting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, the, you know, the Valkyrie flashback yes. sequence, that's um, a big lighting sequence that he and my friend Carlo, two of my old friends from high school, invented. Just like bullet time lighting, so you know bullet time cameras. Sure. Are just it's string the matrix together, whole thing. Yeah, cameras, yeah. This is bullet time strobe. Huh. So it throws shadows. That shadows move around the subject, and the light wraps around the subject. And uh, yeah, you do the math. <laughs> I was going to say here's something I was actually legitimately surprised about when I saw the film, which I loved, by the way, the new one, Ragnarok, is um, I was confident going in I was going to enjoy like the tone of it, the comedy, whatever. The, the action is great. Like, it really is. Like, it's really well composed. Like, uh, like, and, and, you know, Marvel's kind of gotten some shit sometimes where a, a little bit of the sameness of their films. And, mm. and their action is, is kind of solid, and I enjoy it. But um, 
you really like approach these sequences in, in, in very novel ways, both in, in terms of the way you shot it and the use of music. Um, and I'm really happy you said that. Well, and and because I didn't know what I was doing. I was going to say, <laughs> and, uh, who directed those someone, sequences? Whenever someone compliments the action, I'm like, wow. That's good because I was mainly concentrating on the dialogue and the jokes. But going but, in, were you were you feeling it like, oh shit, like I, I can handle this part, but how am I going to actually keep up? With a little the bit, stuff? a little bit. My my main thing was really I was just wanted like we, we got some good storyboards going, and and I would work with the artists and say, I really want like you know this frame, I want this kind right. of this kind of thing. And there's I, you, there's I, your painter background coming exit. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. Like, I, yeah like, Compositionally, I want these these like keyframes, and then we'll have to figure out a way to get between them all. So there are, there are a few things in the film where I'm like, I was very specific, and um, the Valkyrie flashback has to be one of those. Valkyrie yeah, flashback for jumping down the bridge, mm-hmm. going into the mass of the the zombie army, which is a very kind of dark night sort of uh, sure. Wolverine versus the ninjas kind of um, yep. graphic image. Um, the uh, what is it? Uh, Thor and Valkyrie jumping across the ships and all that sort of stuff. So very like yeah, there's certain like and, and they really are just keyframes really. Yeah. So I thought, oh yeah, that's an interesting way to work, work backwards though to start with like yeah, the iconic like, shot and then totally, totally. Yeah. It's like uh, so, you know that, that thing they say is like oh when you write a movie, um, uh, do the poster first. Right. <laughs> sort of felt like that. I kind of also love the fact that like two of the films that you've referenced and certainly came to mind when I was watching the film are two of my favorites that are kind of notorious um, bombs. One is right behind me, Big Trouble in Little China, and the other is, is Flash Gordon. Bomb. I mean, neither yeah, of these films were su- successes at the time, and they no. are two of your biggest influences on this ginormous film. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it. Yeah. Well, um, I I feel like when I when I got this job and I ran into it, they, you know, I was very nervous and I felt like you know this was going to be the thing to destroy the the, the cool track record of Marvel. Um, and but then I remembered that I felt like that on all my movies. I mm-hmm. felt very nervous and like this was going to be the end of my career and it's going to be a big failure. Um, and that, I think that's when you you, know, kind of, you start making good work. So right. that David Bowie. Um, Anecdote. He, he talks about the creative place. Mm. And he's like, he says, it's like when you walk out in the ocean and your your feet are just skirting the bottom of the sand, and you barely barely standing. You just just you know, and the water's just a, a kind of a, a, at your chin now. He says that's the that's the place you want to get to. Yeah, and that's where all the good creative stuff comes from. And I felt like that for two years. It's interesting to me that drowning. like, like <laughs> drowning until now. Now you can just feel. Relaxed yeah. in that peace in the world, um, but it's interesting. I know people have brought up like uh, you know, and you talked in just on Twitter uh, about Star Wars stuff. Like there was the Han Solo situation, right, with Warren Miller, who it seems like you know we don't know the whole story of that, but it seems like they were let go for kind of like coming into like a big franchise and kind of fucking around with it in, in a way and kind of pushing at it and and doing a lot of improv and stuff. If you believe the reports, yeah. I could accurately... That kind of describes what you Maybe did. Maybe they were molesters. <laughs> Stop it. That's horrible. We won't... We, who knows? It's horrible. Hey, look, I'm not putting it out there. I'm wow. just saying maybe. <laughs> I thought you couldn't get uh, more know, controversial anything, than hating anything. on Willow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, you you kind of have done that with Thor. This is as they like... They might have molested Donald Glover. That's just not appropriate. Okay, we'll delete it then. <laughs> I won't. This is running raw. <laughs> raw. It's a raw file. Um... The uh, well, look. Here's the thing with those guys. I've 
freaking can you swear on this thing fucking yeah I fucking love those guys and um, I remember when they were casting that and they were like you know they were, um, like we, I was chatting um, I was chatting to them and I was so excited by this idea that they could come into Star Wars to come to something that was so established and exactly. you know and it had its own voice and like twist it and because that's exactly what I was trying to do with, with, with this Marvel thing. You had already been, you were already at, I was, yeah, I was in pre-production, yeah. And so I, I and, and, but then I realised, I think with Marvel, it's like a, um, and, and with comic books in general, it's not as, um, it's not as There's like not religious. One yeah. You know? the, the, there are fans and they're like, whoa, this happened in like issue 220, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but then in t- issue 407, Everything changed, yeah. and they turned the main character into a woman. Yeah. You know, so it's like so they they reinvent themselves all the time, which is really exciting. And I think that's why we've, you know, we're kind of in keeping with that tradition. Yeah, we're doing this, but with Star Wars, I think it's just a, um, you know, at least right now it's still like it's one kind of. Yeah, they haven't gone so far. I mean, Rogue One was a little bit different, but not so far. But the moved. tone is complete. The, the tone is always the same. Yeah, so. Talk to me about, okay, so the, the, the fact that, you know, it's well known by now, you know, how much was, you know, improvised and, 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 and the looseness on the set. How do you, was that built into the schedule? Like, did they know going in, like, okay, we're going to need three extra hours every day to fuck around and kind of for Taika <laughs> to toss in lines and for Jeff to riff for Sorry, an hour man. about I hope that wasn't the conversation they had. <laughs> um, it, felt, it felt a little bit like... Uh, they didn't really understand the way that I worked until I started working. You know, I kept saying to them, I kept saying to everyone, I was like, yeah, we'll leave some time, we'll, you know, we'll be loose and we'll, like, you know, we'll, the script's going to be a suggestion, yeah. you know, and we'll figure it out on the day. And, so, and you could see them going, like, oh, we'll figure it out on, <laughs> on the day? What are you talking about? And so, um, but once we got in there and started doing stuff and they realised that, um, you know, just how much fun we are having and, and, and what, what humour was coming out of it, um, it, it all changed, and I think, and they did create that space. But my whole thing was like all these, all these studio films and these Hollywood films. The jokes always feel like they're um, they've been written like a year before you started shooting. There's a little bit of a staleness to it. Yeah, it's, it's like, you're like, ah, that's the quip. Yeah, biddy bing bing boom, and <laughs> a little wink to the so, camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, we've been planning this for nine months. This, this made line. the writers' room crack up. Yeah, exactly. Months ago. Exactly. I'm imagining these stupid freaking writers in the writers' room high fiving each other, going, "Yeah, this gonna be awesome." When he says, "Only on a Tuesday." <laughs> They're like trailer uh, yeah. moment, <laughs> exactly, exactly, and um, and then and then we would get into the <laughs> totally, we get into the into the set, and we we're like, yeah, you know, I think we could improve on 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 this joke like five hundred percent. We just think about it here in the moment and like, yeah. figure it out. So the I I want to talk a little bit about a few of the actors and the characters in the film because I think one, one smart thing you've done in the approach to to Thor himself and this disgusting perfect creation that is Mr. Chris Hemsworth is that I think Thor Thor works in tandem with other people like he's maybe not so funny on his own but like the absurdity of Thor is him yeah. in juxtaposition to you're these right. other characters you're right you're right he's a great and like like our mate Kurt like Jack Burton in the like film Jack, Jack, like Jack Burton who asks like 400 questions in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that YouTube thing? Of him I don't know if I have. That's amazing. Someone's, someone's stuck together all of the questions that he asks in the movie, and it's five minutes long. And it says, 
what is this? Who is that? What the hell is this? Where the hell are we? That's Where's amazing. my truck? Who's this girl? Who's yeah, that? I just, sometimes what I feel are you, like are you crazy. His are role you? can be like some, uh, yeah, summarized in like like huh? What? What's what? going on? Like he's yeah. like the most like indecisive hero I I've ever seen. And, and that's exactly what I wanted. I was like, you've got to be asking the questions that the audience is asking because this film, like Big Trouble, is full of so many wackadoo, absurd, yeah. um, absurd elements. You know, all these like zombies and. Giant wolves and yeah. you know, women with antlers and stuff. I mean, it's you know, when you like pick all of them out, it's it's, it's they should it, none of it should work totally. Um, and so, Chris is a great um, reactionary actor. Yeah, because acting is reacting. Oh, I've never is that is that a, do people say that? Is that a yeah, thing? actors say that. <laughs> Assholes. So acting, such respect. Acting for the... is reacting. <laughs> Basically, they're saying. Basically, here's the secret to acting, everyone. Just fucking listen. Just show up. Listen, listen to the other person. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need to do. And then you get an Oscar. <laughs> Have you ever not, like, gelled with an actor where, like, they're, you're not, like, they're not speaking Chevy your language? Chevy Chase. Stop it. Have you been with Chevy Chase in any I did a, um I did a commercial and uh, a sort of, like, a promo thing for NBC. Oh, no. He's got a reputation. You're not alone. He was an asshole. What do you do? Not speaking out of school, everybody knows Chevy Chase is an asshole. This is like common. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm, uh, no, he, no, he was just an asshole to me. What a jerk! Yeah, how dare he? And I love Fletch. Do you love Fletch on West now? I don't. I don't think I've seen it. What? What eighties films were you watching? I've seen the other one where he's like got their family and they're traveling around. Right. Vacation. What's it called? Vacation. Family vacation. Vacation. Yeah. Maybe they renamed it Family Vacation in New Zealand. National Lampoon's Vacation. Family Vacation. No. I think it's called Family Vacation in New Zealand. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why I hate it. Family European vacation and family Christmas vacation. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Mm, family vacation goes to vacation in Europe. <laughs> Maybe that's why it bombed in New Zealand. What's the one where they drive around the um, Arc de Triomphe like that's fa- times? That's family like, European fam- vacation. Family vacation. I like that without revo- ru- ruining too much, I can allude to this at least. I'm glad that, that um, we know that... Doctor Strange figures into a small part of this that, that you gave Cumberbatch and Hiddleston a moment. I feel like the fans needed that. Was that tough to kind of arrive at, like how much to kind of reward that that real life relationship in terms of a? Oh, uh, sort of. I don't really listen. I don't really listen to fans. <laughs> it's my like, the, uh, no. Honestly, I was like, well, people are either going to like hassle me for you know being a New Zealander and coming in and like. You know, tainting their precious Thor, or you know, they're going to be on my case about like some moment from you know some run of the comic right. in like 1982 that they're in love with, and so I, I just I just thought I'll do my thing. I want to make the movie I want to make, and um, and Marvel can like deal with that. You can yeah. deal, you know deal with like the source material and honouring th- certain things that they feel like you know they want to put into the movie. So was there any was there any moment like was There's there one a- movie one my moment which is when. Um, uh, actor, actor Loki and actor Thor in the play referenced um, Loki turning Thor into a frog, right? Which is a famous moment in the comics. From the Walt Simonson right. Were you aware of that, or they were like, "No, this, I knew this, about this it. might yeah, be good." I wrote it in there. Yeah. Got it. So, but were there moments like on the on the flip side where like Feige had to like call you on the bat phone and be like, "This is look, footage looks great, but here's just something that." You may be going a little too far. Did he have to rein you in at any point? Like, was there? I'm not sure he saw any footage uh, until we started editing. Be, I mean, I know he probably saw some dailies here and there, but it just felt like 
we were doing our thing, and he he turned up to set in Australia. We were in Australia. No one could really touch us. Um, <laughs> he turned up, and that was the last week of shooting. When it was too late to like, change anything we'd done. <laughs> all dancing a jig. It's like, hey, you know what? You guys have ruined this. I hate this. Okay, well, that's a wrap. Because... <laughs> Got We've been shooting for 85 days yeah. and I'm leaving the country tomorrow. <laughs> you have an extra $150 million to spend? I don't think so. Here's you your movie. Here on day one. <laughs> Does this give you like a... There's your slinky. That's complimentary. You can have that. It really? You've done so well. You, you, you've earned it. Um, this is the sound of a slinky. You don't know, want to know what he's doing with it, where it is. What part of the body it's attached to. What? <laughs> you perverted a lovely childhood toy into grossness. Um, is this one of those things that when I know you, they haven't like announced like another Thor movie, or nor have you said you've said you're open to doing another Marvel movie, but nothing's like happening. Mm-hmm. That like when the movie makes three hundred million dollars opening weekend, suddenly there's going to be a big announcement that Taika Waititi's back for Thor four. Um, well, I, just, I would definitely do one. Well, no, I'm no, I'm no. It struck there. I won't do one. <laughs> Team YTT is very wise. Oh, uh, yeah. The team. <laughs> team YTT. Bunch of people I just pay lots of money to. Here's the thing, though. By the time another Thor movie rolls around, Hemsworth might not even be Thor. Next couple of Avengers movies, I think we're going to swap out some what of these. What else is he going to do? <laughs> well, that's, one, and that's not the issue, first of all. <laughs> we might have a new Captain America. We might have a new Thor. Well, true. I mean, um, would you want to do a Thor without I'll Hemsworth? Say it here, I'll say it here first. You know, I'd love to see a female Thor, but played by Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Man can do anything. I only want to work with Chris. He's he's probably an attractive woman too. That jerk. I know. It's so exactly. Dis- it's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. I don't remember this bit in the movie when um, when General Zod has two giant green pieces of. I don't know what he's doing there. Shannon sat in your seat and wondered the same thing. He's like, I don't remember doing this in the movie. It's a fair yeah, criticism. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, um, I think it's kryptonite. That's not kryptonite. You clearly never read a DC comic. You're Marvel all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know, I was a big collector of um, Batman and Detective Comics. Yeah, clearly, you referenced uh, Dark Knight earlier. You've got your bona fides. Well, yes, no, I have a second printing of Dark Knight. Um, my friend has a first printing of Dark Knight Returns. Um, what's my other favourite of the Batman runs? Well, obviously, well, Arkham of Asylum, Death in the Family. Um, did you vote to kill Robin, or did you vote? Remember that? How you could do that? Yeah, um, that was a long distance call, probably for you back in New Zealand. Well, yeah, in New Zealand, we wouldn't, we didn't get to find out what happened until <laughs> three years later. Three years later, Jason talked yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh man. Oh, that kid, that annoying kid's dead. <laughs> you sent it by he snail was mail. Wasn't he annoying? He was annoying. He was. He was even shit. He was even by shit. Robin standards, yeah. he was the more annoying Robin. No, totally. He was just so ungrateful. <laughs> he was living with a billionaire. Have some respect. Um, what else? What should we talk about? What do you want to talk about, Tiger? DC Comics. Oh, yeah. So we're talking about DC Comics. <laughs> so, oh, here's my question. Hey, here's a mo- What do you guys think? What do you think? Yeah. Well, I'll say you guys. I'm not talking about There's only one person. There's, I'm literally the only person here. I one of my favorite graphic no- um, mm. novels, well, the, the collections, um, Havoc and Wolverine. Remember that one? I don't remember that one. It's a um, it's Havoc and Wolverine on R&R. 
They um, take a break from... And actually, like, watching Logan, I actually realised, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe it borrows a bit from that tonally. Right. It's got it's similar... Anyway, Havoc and Wolverine. Um, you know what? Who drew that? Who drew that? It's got a real sort of... Um, who the hell was it? Who the hell was it? Who the hell was it? It's got a kind of Sinkovich kind of feel, but it's not him. Uh, so it's real paint. It's all the entire thing is painted. Huh? Yeah, it's I'll look it really up. Really amazing. So, had you ever gone up for a comic book movie before this? You no. must have had a. You didn't have one meeting about no. anything like this. No. A franchise? Yes. Nothing. Really? Nothing. What? Because I would imagine you're pitching Thor, right? And like at the time, were you in love with doing it, or were you kind of just testing your own resolve? Were you like deciding? I was really testing it. I actually, um, I was in Hawaii editing Hunt for the Wilder People, and and they'd set up this this meeting to to, to pitch. And whoever's listening to this can't see I'm doing that thing with your fingers when I say pitch. Right. What do you sort of call that? Quotes. It's quotes. Yeah. Pitch, which is they had no story, so they had nothing to pitch other than the sizzle reel that I cut together, which is basically torrenting clips from movies. And, and what kind of clips? Was it the Big Trouble? And, big Trouble. Yeah. Um, big Trouble in China, um, 16 Candles, Breakfast Club, um, I think there was With Nail and I. Um, so what were you trying to convey in the other John superhero H- movies? In the was, John Hughes stuff, what were you trying to convey? What's that? What's that part? Well, I wanted this little thing, and maybe if we ever do a Thor four, maybe we can have it in, the, in this next one. But I wanted to do like some flashbacks to when Thor was a kid, and he was a fat little kid, and and it was like an eighties version of of like Asgard, where they have massive shoulder pads and stuff, oh, and like he, and like all, and they, everyone had mullets. Wait, <laughs> and, so, like, so, so Thor was the fat kid? Yeah, Thor was the fat kid. <laughs> And the whole idea was like, oh, so Valkyrie, Valkyrie, like, like, her, like Thor and, and Valkyrie meet, and they're like, and, and he's like, hey, I know you. And she's like, yeah, I remember you. And then he cuts back to this thing, and he's just like this pudgy little <laughs> little kid walking around with a mullet and being, what being picked to that? on by like other kids. And like Loki's like this little like goth, that's emo goth yeah, like like by himself. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he was like that kid what's in Harry Potter. He's the little, yeah, the Mal- Malfoy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when did that get dropped? I love that. Uh, it was just the problem was like we there's a lot, a lot of stuff to yeah. Well, we needed him to not know Valkyrie in the film right. stuff, and and then and that became less and less um, of a thing to have a flashback. It just we would have been forcing it, so yeah. it would have been a, a, a situation where like we're having a pointless flashback. Just for a that, joke. That's what fourth movies in a franchise are for. The pointless flashbacks. Yeah, <laughs> it does strike me. Actually, one of the things I noticed because I went back and the one film I hadn't seen of yours was Boy, and which I caught up on, which was excellent as well. Was that like invariably you love you, you've worked a lot with kids um, in your yeah. films, and this one you I don't think I'm trying to remember I don't remember any kids in this one, but apparently you did you wanted to it just didn't make the the final iteration. Uh, I wanted the scene. I don't necessarily like working with kids. It's just the. Um, they're just less hassle than grown-ups. <laughs> it's all on the spectrum. They're still assholes. They're just less still of assholes. assholes. <laughs> every, every, every actor's an asshole. Um, it's more that the... Um, yeah, with kids, like, you know, they'll, they'll give you something really amazing and, you know, they won't really question it and they won't... Right. Oh, they'll just do what you say. Right. And um, grown-ups will be, like, overthinking everything. Right. Well, yeah, why, do you th- why am I picking up this sandwich, man? 
Because you're fucking hungry, dude. <laughs> Your character is fucking hungry. <laughs> Eat the fucking sandwich. It's an actual no, argument. Like, you I have, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if I would be eating a sandwich in this situation. You know, like, I kind of feel like my character would sort of like, he would like have a cigarette and like pull out a gun and, uh, and then just like look at the sandwich. <laughs> All actors want to do is like they just hold talk. a gun and smoke <laughs> cigarettes. Because they think that's fucking acting I think that's cool um, what are your acting aspirations now you're a hell of a performer t- yourself I mean, thank you I was waiting for that. I, was, I mean that, <laughs> I was sort of fishing for that but, and I could tell you took the bait um, uh, acting wise well I, I only really like did my thing because um, no one else would would give me any role so I just sort of became a director and now I sort of I'm sort of like I have the power of a god um, and I can control everything and, and give myself those roles I would like to do more stuff, but um, I actually am only really comfortable doing stuff for myself or for my friends. Because you, you know your own voice? Because other people are not... Well, the times I've worked with directors that I, you know, that I don't know, I feel like no one, no one ever really listens. Because you, you're telling them you want to oh, come to the scene with a gun. And have a gun. <laughs> you hey, uh, that one. Hey, in, hey, Martin. In, yeah, um, in this I was just wondering scene. if uh, in this scene... <laughs> I could have a cigarette and um, and hold a pistol. Well, you, mm, you're, you're dead. That's the scene. <laughs> you just want to ask Green Lantern where the ring came from. Why do you need a gun? It just feels right. Where did the ring come from? An alien. <laughs> okay, and scene. I was terrible in that movie. I, I mean, what? Well, I, I was terrible at acting, but also I was terrible in that. You were the least I of that movie's it. problems. Don't I worry. <laughs> No, I just remember thinking, I was like, oh, you know what? I read the script and I was like, I don't don't know if I should be, I don't know if I I need to be in this scene. And I'd say that. That's not a good question to ask as an actor. Well, I know, I know that now. Uh, But I went and I was like, because I was like, you know, I'm a filmmaker, I'm going to help the the production out, you know. It's like, hey, uh, guys, I. uh, Yeah, I read the scene. Yeah, it seems kind of pointless for me to be in it. Yeah, maybe I should, you know. And they're like, just shut up <laughs> and say these lines and say them fast. We are trying to fix the ending of this movie right now. <laughs> we <don't have> to... <laughs> We're trying to write anything. Exactly. So speaking of big Hollywood blockbusters, your name's been linked to Akira. That's not 100%. You're thinking about it. We're something I was about thinking it. about and something I was, I was talking to them about it and um, it just became a, a thing. It, it got out a little early. Yeah, it got out early and... I, I, I know how that kind of stuff happens. Um, what's the appeal of that if that does go forward? Like, what's, what, what would you want to bring to Akira that's special to you as a fan? Um, well, basically, well, my whole thing is um, it, it, I don't think... If you're going to make this film, a live-action film, it shouldn't be, it's not a remake. You can't, make, you can't do a remake of the, um, of the, the film. film yeah. The film is great. Um, it's got to be an adaptation of the, of the books. And... There's so much cool stuff in the f- in the next five books yeah. that haven't hasn't been addressed at all in that film, um, and I think a lot of critics, a lot of these little nerdy little pieces of shit, they haven't even read the fucking books, and they're like, "Oh, don't remake the movie, man! Leave it alone. It's a classic." It's like, have you read the books? Then let's read talk. the fucking books. <laughs> they're amazing, and they're better than the movie, and you know, and so. That's my. It's like if I was to ever approach the whole thing, it would be that I would 
want to do a proper adaptation of the books. Gotcha. So there's no script or anything right now. It was like literally a meeting that blew there've up been, into something. There, there, there have probably been scripts for like 15 years. Yeah, I mean, but I've heard castings of different, like, yeah, yeah, oh, Gary Oldman was going to be in, Kristen Stewart, it was like all these different God. things. Who else was going to be in it? I mean, this, this, these conversations, Chris Evans was going to be in it. Um, mm. Garrett Hedlund, they know, was, was attached. There are a ton of... And um, DiCaprio briefly was going to do it. He's a big nerd, I think. I'm surprised DiCaprio's never done... I know he, he's a big Twilight Zone fan. He was going to produce oh, a Twilight Zone movie. Really? Yeah. He might still be attached Maybe to that. Maybe he'll be interested in this one that Jermaine and I are trying to do, which is a TV show. It's a, um, sort of like a uh, freaky Twilight Zone TV show. Nice. In the... Like the Night Gallery. Excellent. You're a Black Mirror fan? What do you think of that? I am a Black Mirror fan, but it's not funny. No. <laughs> it's the opposite of funny. Yeah. It's just... It's, yeah. it's, it's very good. Very good. I'm I'm making a real like I'm I'm trying to own my um my confident move away from enjoying depressing films right. and TV because I'm I have to be honest with myself I don't enjoy that stuff anymore now more than ever we all need mm, a more laugh. than ever more than ever I want to see things that are fun more fart jokes more <laughs> hey no never a fart joke you will never see a fart joke in really a, in any you don't find films. fart jokes funny nope interesting you're a classy man classier than I had Sarah Silverman in the other week she loves a good fart joke I don't <laughs> that's, that's fair teach us <laughs> I'm not gonna apologise apologise right now Taika okay I'm so whoops <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. And that is the first and last part joke from Taika Waititi. <laughs> um, another another one that became a big internet headline was that you're uh, apparently well on your way to directing a Black Widow movie. That's obviously not true, but someone asked you about. <laughs> Fucking hell. No, I know. Someone asked no. you what character you'd be interested in. Yeah, so, uh, yeah I like Black Widow only because I like Scarlett Johansson. And, um, <laughs> and next thing is, oh, Taika's going to try and do Black Widow. What? No, because she'd be a female director. <laughs> Um, are you still in the Marvel family? Like, did, did they consult you at all in terms of like Thor when it came to like the next the next Avengers movies, or was it kind of like you you did your job and then they did their thing? They did consult. What was cool was that um, the Russos had heard what we were doing to Thor and what we were doing to um, Bruce Banner, and so we had to show them footage, and, uh, and then they understood what we were, you know like, and they, they loved it. Yeah, they were really supportive. Nice, um, and it was cool because you know, in all honesty, Bruce Banner was pretty boring before and uh, Thor was not the best thing about all the movies but you know I've I've had a lot of um, I I really loved Chris you know and um, and, and all the stuff he's done even like especially in Rush I think it was amazing in that yes and um, and Ghostbusters is incredible so yeah I um, I was really happy to be able to like kind of reboot these characters totally without recasting totally um, I know you're running around, so I'm, I won't keep you any longer than is necessary. What? But what? Calm down, Taika. I mean, this is wrap-up voice. Can't you tell Josh's wrap-up voice? I've heard about Josh's wrap-up voice <laughs> among I the many think, stories about Josh. I don't think it would happen to me today. And, uh, an, it happens to everybody, buddy. Don't be like that. We had a good time. It was nice. You can have the candy. You can have the toys over here. You have your slinky. I've got a slinky. <laughs> Um, nice guys DVD. Nice guys DVDs you've got here. Yeah, Tarzan, <laughs> the Dark Horse. Have you seen that? I've heard that's good. I never saw it's it. Very good. That's my mate Cliff Curtis. Yeah, good actor. Great actor. Very very good actor. War Dogs. War Dogs. I've not seen it. Todd Phillips movie. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Hmm. Nice guys. Who directed that? That's Todd Phillips. 
Oh, he directed it. Yeah, I said it like three seconds ago. Wasn't listening. I haven't really been listening to you. Uh, nice guys. Um, That's a good nice movie. Guys directed Shane, Black. Shane Black. Black. Smart, witty man. Some humor in there. I like nice guys. Another controversial statement. I'm full of them today. I think Russell Crowe is um, one of my favorite actors. That's the and controversial. I'm not. Saying, I'm not, being, I'm not no, you're not only saying that because Russell's a big fan of the show. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's going to he? appreciate that. Of course not. Why would he listen to this show? Well, he might be bored. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, I think oh. that's the film, right? Um, not necessarily. You're not really selling your film well. Not you need... necessarily. No, well, I don't is. need to. It doesn't. It sells itself. Oh! <laughs> How arrogant is that? Um, no, Thor Ragnarok is the movie that I've made. It's a small little independent film from... Um, the Disney Corporation, um, <laughs> in conjunction with Marvel Studio Enterprises. Um, it's the little movie that could. <laughs> it's uh, a little <laughs> movie that better. <laughs> it's a wonderful film. And honestly, I, I had a blast with it. I'm going to see it many more times. Uh, congratulations on the film, man. Thank you, man. And uh, I hope to catch up with you again soon. Yes! We did it! We did it. Thank you, brother. Thanks, buddy. And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley, and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh. (laughs) 